and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. I am tired. I am. Very long weekend. Um, we're here to discuss the mercifully last episode of The Time Traveler's Wife, and I have problems with it. Um, because here's the thing. Um, my, my problem is... That how do I put this? Um, it's not really. I don't know if it counts as a Chekhov's gun because in the first episode we get indications that something bad is going to happen to Henry in the future at an indeterminate point. It's going to like he is going to eventually run into a situation that he cannot get out of, and he will end up dead and dismembered. Like that's where the the opening of the show. Like, not the first, but the, the very opening, but the begin- when they show us, by the end of the first episode, we see him, he's in his house, he's cleaning the bathroom, and he's cleaning up for Claire to come, and as he's doing that, he he sees that, uh, like, there's a, there's a ton of blood in the bathroom, there's blood everywhere, um, and it's like, at first, your first thought when he says, oh, he's hallucinating for some reason, and then it's like, oh, okay, because then it went away, and it was like, it never happened. Then, in, at the end of the episode, he turns down an alley, and he sees his own feet dismembered, sitting at the, what's it called, sitting at the, sitting at the, um, like, sitting on the ground in the alley. So... We, knew, we know something's going to happen. Like, we know that he is eventually going to die. Um, and for that to be as present as it is in the pilot, um, to not resolve that by the end of the show feels like a mistake. Especially when you're going to have the wedding be the last episode. Because what happens is when you show that in the first episode, you're telling the audience that this guy will eventually be murdered. Like, because you don't die naturally with your body doing, with your body falling apart, with piles of blood ending up, teleporting into your bathroom, and with your feet cut off and and they're separated. And then on top of it, the episode goes out of its way to kind of make you think that you're also going to find out what happens to Henry in, like, what kills him and all of that. Like, the the episode makes you think that you're going to do that, because, like, when you, when the episode starts out, like, we see him with young Claire again, and he goes, oh, it's shoe polish day. Um, and it's like, oh, is that just a weird way of referring to the day he dies, because he knows his feet get cut off, and that's really all he knows, um, and then, like, there's that, there's, um, the, the whole, like, the, not only that, but then, like, you know, he, we see Claire crying throughout the episode, and then as it unfolds, it becomes these two really weird fundamental questions about the show where it's like okay so it's actually their wedding and he wants to be afraid he's afraid of you know time traveling during the wedding um 
and he can't control the time travel, but it works out where the 36-year-old version of him shows up on the day of the wedding, so that way he can use shoe polish to darken his hair to look like younger him. And, and I feel like, here's my problem with this show. This encapsulates the entire problem with this show for me, because Claire getting married to the 36-year-old version of Henry doesn't actually resolve, like, doesn't actually resolve anything, and the entire show feels like, like, it should be about the two of them falling in love, and then her learning to deal with the fact that he's a time traveler, and, like, what does that feel like for modern Claire as, as that's happening, but instead what we end up with is a show that's, you know, it's about her falling in love with the older version, and then everything kind of works out, where even to her, the older version of her is is better for her. Like, it's just weird. So, like, and that's not even getting into the whole issue with the stupid, like, um, with, with the, the, the repeated miscarriages and the vasectomy, where it's like, the, the unborn baby can time travel, and it's like, oh, okay, well, then why didn't that happen to Henry? Why did it take an X-Men-type incident where Henry's awakening his powers in a moment of stress for that to happen? Um, where it's like, that's kind of, like, it is kind of like an X-Men origin story, the way he, he gets his random time traveling, where it's like, he, he's in this, in, like, intense moment of fear and, and, and all of that. So the time travel comes and, 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 you know, and, and saves his life and it does something else. Um, and, okay, I, I don't understand why that is the, like, why was that the thing there that caused that, that, that power, like, why did that happen for him? Um, but not for his unborn version, where it's like, that, that fit, like, the, un, like, the, the, the new, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, so, so when he's the one who's in utero, it's, it's, it's fine because he hasn't had the powers, like, awakened yet by an incident that's going to cause the powers to awaken, but his kid is going to have the same problem, and then presumably you're going to end up with a new problem where it's like, if this baby is in utero and time traveling all over the place, um, number one, I don't know how it would be able to time travel because it is tied to their own timeline. Because that, that's the thing, too. Is they always made it seem like the time travel is not like you can go anywhere, anytime, you know, regardless of what's going on. It was always very much just like, okay, so he can time travel within his own timeline along the, the life of, of, of himself. Like, that that's how it was always kind of portrayed over the course of the show, was that he, like, I don't know if he said he... Because he kept saying, like, oh, I went back and saw the dinosaurs, and and saw dinosaurs, but you didn't know if that was real or not, because you don't know if he's telling the truth, because he, he selectively tells the truth, um, and my problem is, like, if it's along your own timeline, or mostly along your own timeline, then how can that in-utero child do that, because... If the child's in utero, 
which I'm saying a lot, and it's a lot more than I anticipated saying this in this episode. But if that child is in utero, and that child is going to teleport or time travel out of the womb, then and and time is imma- is mal- is not malleable. Time is, you know, time is set in stone. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Then the instant that the baby the baby shouldn't be able to leave because the baby hasn't been, hasn't like, the baby hasn't lived a life yet to be able to jump to another point, and then on top of that, not only has the baby not lived a life, but because it's jumping and it's going to die when it jumps and it can't survive out of the womb then the baby is not going to have a point to jump to Unless it's jumping back in time further between, like, inception and, and, and then. And, and my thing is, if it's a genetic disorder, like, if every baby he tries to have, like, this would have to be a recessive trait, not a dominant trait. Because there, there's no way that every baby he tries to have would have this. Unless Claire is also has this latently in her DNA, because it's like, oh, and then suddenly now every kid this person tries to have, all can travel through time randomly. Like it's such a weird thing that like they didn't, like, again, all goes back to Stephen Moffat is not a good writer. And look, maybe it was in the book. Maybe I'm taking away credit for fuck ups from the author. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, and then Henry gets a vasectomy, and Claire's upset about that. It wasn't that Henry died, it was that Henry got a vasectomy, so now she can't have his kid. And it's like, just adopt. Or get a, or, or, or go to a sperm bank, or, or like, any number of other things, like, you don't have, like, okay, I understand you want to have his kid, and all of that, but still. Um, and then this idea that now, the younger version of him is going to hook up with the older version of her to try to have a kid that way because future him had a vasectomy and younger him didn't, it seems a little weird and a little kind of silly to me. Um, Because it's like, if there's a season two of this, we're laying the groundwork for what that's going to be. No, I thought this was a season finale, a series finale. Like, there's so much about this show that just doesn't make sense, and it doesn't attempt to make sense either, which is part of the problem. Like, at least make an attempt to have an internal cohesive logic. Like, I'm not saying you need to have everything set in stone and everything perfect, but, like, some logic would be nice. I'm not asking for a lot of logic. Um, or, like, you know, every square inch accounted for. But it's like, things like that, it's just lazy, and it's just like, okay, well... And the thing is, too, you're doing all of this, and you already have the perfect mechanism for everything that's going on in this, what's it called, in in this world. You already have the perfect mechanism for that, in that Henry is, what's it called, Henry is, uh, is, is set up to die. You did that in the first episode. Like... 
that that's going to happen. So, I, I don't understand. And it's like, that's the thing, too. It's like, if the teleportation is tied to, like, you know, emotional feelings, which is why he's so concerned he's trying to get drugs to avoid the wedding, why are his body parts, after he's dead, teleporting all over the place? Why is the in-utero baby able to teleport if it's a fear response? Because I don't think that... I mean, I could be very wrong. It's very possible that I'm wrong. I'm not a doctor or anything. But a baby in utero should not have fear responses. Like, that's not what... Like, I don't think I'm wrong on that. I think I'm, I think I'm fairly right. So, yeah, I don't know why they, they made the decisions they did on this show. Like, there are a lot of choices over the course of this show's runtime that are kind of baffling. Um, they just don't make logistical sense in any sense of the word because it is more important to the show it seems, to to not tell a better story, but to commit to the romance angle. And even the romance angle kind of falls flat a good amount of the time. Because at no point during this do we actually see Henry and Rose, I'm sorry, that's the name of the actress, Henry and Claire fall in love. Like, also... Like, that should be a big part of a show like this. Like, Claire is less in love because she she falls in love with Henry and more just relenting to her... Fa- like, like, just giving up fighting to her, you know, like, just giving up the fight and being like, all right, well, I guess fate has this, so I guess this is my life now. Like, that's not exactly the best way to tell a love story. I feel like there's another thing like that, where it's like, it's less like they fell in love, and more like, they're just like, alright, whatever. Um, it's just, it's just so silly to me, like, that that's the, the linchpin of this entire show, is based around, well, alright, I guess, I mean, I don't have any other, like, I guess the time has set this up for me. What was the other show that did that, or other movie? Oh my god, I can't remember what it was. Um, what it was like, it's going to bother me all day, where it's like, it's just like, well, we, we, there is no getting around this, so I guess we're just kind of, you know, this is just, oh, oh, we're married in the future, um, Barry and Iris on The Flash in season two, and, and, and into season three where it kind of feels like they're just like, well, this is what's going to happen in the future. We don't really get a say in the matter. So we are going to be, like, we, we, we might as well just relent and, and, and have this be our life. Um, where, where Iris is less a, um, like, less falling in love with, with Barry and more like, well, in alternate universes we're together. In the future we're together, you know. So... I guess that it's just going to happen now. Um, but, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me that that, that like, the difference between that and, and this is that that's a B-plot um, on the show. Uh, on this show, it's a romance about these two falling in love and we don't actually ever see them fall in love. We see her kind of, like, 
roll over and be like, all right, well, I guess this is it. Um, yeah, and, and there, it's just, it's just not well done. Um, so if you haven't watched the show yet and you've been listening to me suffer through this, um, and you would rather, I, I wouldn't recommend watching the show. Like, I don't know how someone would listen to what I'm saying here and jump to watching the show. Um, but I would just say I'm, it's probably a skip for me. Now the show has run its course. Um, I don't know if there is going to be a season two. I don't think they've announced it yet. Um, and I think that this was billed as a series finale, not a season finale. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I don't understand why, why this show would be what it is. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so let's wrap up there for today. Um, this evening we will do the episode about Miss Marvel. I've been meaning to do that for a little bit now. Um, I recorded it once, but the sound quality was awful, and I haven't gotten around to recording it again. Um, but I will do that today on my way home from work. Um, what else is there? Um, I think that's just about it. Um, so, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.